What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shy City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. You are tuned in here to the Tuesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sand spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, and this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. All right. For more information and for a free estimate, you can go to waytogrow.net. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grow. 1-800-707-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it is open phone lines. We'll ask you just to be patient during the long segments and breaks, and we'll try to get to the phone calls as accordingly. Also, uh, keep in mind, if you want to reach out to me or follow me or send me a message on Twitter, you can do it. The Twitter handle is at SportsGrind. And also, if you want to stream the show live uh, during the broadcast and leave comments, we'll read those if we can get to those or I'll respond to them later. You can log on to the business Facebook page of SportsGrind Entertainment or you can log on to my personal uh, Facebook page and you can stream the show live through there. Also, if you ever miss any of the daily episodes, you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the daily podcast from there daily. 1-800-707-9760. What's up, Mr. Clark? Ready to rock and roll. All right, Mr. Sams. What's up, fellas? How we doing? Doing all right. Trying to get back in the swing of things. It's Tuesday. Feels weird. Um, I don't know if it really feels like a Monday either, but it damn sure don't feel like a Tuesday. I'm getting a Thursday uh, kind of feeling. No, nah, I don't feel like no Thursday. I feel like the week's already gone. No. Well, lucky for you. I didn't say all that. I didn't say all that. Yeah, I didn't say all that. I don't know if it feel like Thursday. But anyway, we're back here. Uh, so we've got some things to get to. Uh, you know, it's that summertime where, you know, we're a few days. Well, I'll say a few days, a few weeks. Hopefully it's going to feel like a few days, but a few weeks for training camp starting. Um, you know, I think we're right about four weeks out from the Hall of Fame game. Um, so it's about that time to get in the football mode. So football news will start kicking back up here in the next couple of weeks. Really the thing right now that we're waiting on uh, is really the decision with Deshaun Watson after we the league has completed their investigation uh, the lady in charge that she's taking, she's in no rush. But it's like we've been waiting for this for a while. So that's really the big thing to drop. Also, there's some key, there's some interesting, still some name free agents that are out there that, that came across my radar that still haven't been signed yet. That's kind of head, well, not too much a head scratcher, but it's like, man, you know, we're about to start camp in a few weeks and some of these uh, well known veterans are still out there on the market. So I kind of want to touch on that. Um, also, you know, Wimbledon continues to go on. You know, I'm used to Wimbledon being over usually the finals like that 4th of July weekend. I mean, I know everything's been screwed up because of the last couple of years and scheduling because of COVID and everything, the pandemic. Uh, but the Wimbledon continues to uh, move on. The Joker, Djokovic, uh, got off to a slow start this morning, was able to go ahead and win that match. Nadal continues to win. Uh, you know, so you have the uh, men's... March it toward the men's finals here shortly. Um, also, you have um, NBA, of course. NBA continues to uh, roll on. Um, in regards to free agency, I know last week on the show, a lot of our time 
uh, took place here in our own backyard with the whole DeJounte Murray situation. And we didn't get to really, we, I mean, we highlighted some, some of the big uh, contracts, maybe, but the NBA shelled out a lot of money, it seemed like, in those first few days of uh, contracts. There was some, there was like billions of dollars given out like in a two-day span uh, in free agency. Uh, but, you know, a couple other notes, of course, the KD situation uh, is still there, you know, uh, as as you know by now, he requested a trade. You know, the uh, two spots that uh, he was open to was, of course, the Phoenix Suns and um, the Miami Heat. Now, over the week, over the 4th of July weekend, it surfaced that Brooklyn, Brooklyn is looking for picks, multiple picks, and an all-star caliber player. Okay. Um, they say they're, the reports have it. They're in no rush. Speaking of Brooklyn, they figure we got you under four years of contract anyway. I mean, we could, I mean, I'm pretty sure both sides want to put this behind them as quickly as possible. But I think the reason why Brooklyn is putting that out there is because they're just kind of making it known they're not going to be bullied or rushed into doing anything they really don't want to do or not really prepared to do. Um, and it got me thinking, you know, because uh, this has been a lot of the chatter over the holiday weekend, and um, even it popped into my head first. Um, well, I haven't really heard anybody ask this, but can you imagine? I was thinking, and and you and just say the circumstances are the same of the evidence we know in the last few years, but can you imagine if this was LeBron doing this? The criticism that LeBron. Uh, would take if if he followed the same path that KD did, and let's say it was him in Brooklyn, and it didn't work out with Kyrie a second time around, and this was him that's done this now, second time in KD's career. I mean, I'm not here. You know, I'm you know I used to spend a lot of energy in defending LeBron uh, James, and I kind of semi-retired from that. I mean, I don't think he needs to be, no one needs to run to his aid anymore. I think what, who, what, what he is, who he is, what he's accomplished speaks for himself. You just, you pick and choose where you want to put him. But I just think what's fair, though, is, you know, LeBron is, I mean, LeBron's really never done this, really. Um, You know, yes, I mean, he's, He's orchestrated and, you know, structured his contract to where it gives him flexibility. I mean, he's the one that started this. I mean, he gives him flexibility in regards to those two-year, keep the organization honest. You know, he's been accused of keeping, you know, having an organization hostage. He's been accused of all those, but he's never really bailed early or forced his way out of a situation, out of a contract early. It's kind of funny that you mentioned it because Robin Lundberg of Sports Illustrated tweeted mm. out a picture the other day of LeBron uh, saying LeBron never demanded a trade, finished all of his contracts, and won a title for every team he signed with. See? All right. That got, then he turns around and ends up getting into a Twitter battle, which KD loves to get into those. Jeez. He gets into a Twitter battle with Kevin Durant. Um, he had replied to Kevin, Kevin saying, of course, over the weekend, the ones who are locked in the gym with me know what it is. Uh, they know what I'm about. If you haven't been there with me, then ask around. 
And Robin Lundberg then say, uh, you know asks him, hey, this is vague and doesn't address anything directly. We all know you're an awesome basketball player. And KD asks, what do you want addressed? And then Robin replies, do you really want to trade from the Nets? If so, why? Was Kyrie a deal breaker for you? And if you do want to trade, do you expect to pick your destination? And then KD replies, keep dreaming, LOL, <laughs> and just drops the conversation. Yeah. After asking him, hey, what, what questions do you have? Robin asks the questions, and then KD goes ghost mode. Yeah, unless KD still too much time on his hands. But um, I didn't see that quote, but I, I mean, and I'm not the, I know I wasn't the only one thinking that, but it is, I mean, it's a fair question because he hasn't. He'd and be ridiculed, though, for sure. Oh, that's an understatement. Well, a baby that, would that, probably that, be that's, trending. That's an understatement. I mean, I just feel that it just shows, it goes to show you that, I mean, you know, which a lot of it's brought on to himself, but some of it he can't control, but it just shows you even the level. You know, Katie might be the best player on the planet right now uh, due to the fact of LeBron's age, but it is a Walmart parking lot gap size between LeBron and Katie in regards to the stuff that LeBron has to put up with the scrutiny of every type of move and everything. Now, some people argue, well, you know, LeBron's, you know, been called the GOAT, blah, blah, blah. Well, it doesn't matter. It just it just shows you that this is the same. And, and I don't hate KD. You know, I just I give him a hard time because he's so sensitive. I mean, he's the probably – there's not an athlete in my lifetime I can think of that's on the status and the level of Kevin Durant that is as sensitive as him about any, any type of criticism from anybody. He has thin skin. Now – I give him a hard time for that, but I don't hate him. But it's one of those situations to where, I mean, this is, you know, it's, I mean, because they're, they're, he's going to end up, and this is the thing with the NBA. Like, I hear all that, you know, Brooklyn's going to take the best offer that's available for them. They've got to think of Brooklyn first. They've got to do this in first. 95% of the time, these franchise players, such as a Kevin Durant, they end up getting where they want to go anyway. I mean, I mean, the reports can come out and say, hey, we're going to take the best package available, whatever. But there's a good chance that Katie's going to land with one of those two teams on that list. However, they got to get it done. Whether they've got to bring in a third team, a four team, however they need to get it done. Now, I've heard, you know, Toronto float out there because of the potentials of their picks. And, you know, if you look at a Siakam, I said this jokingly, though, on Wednesday, or excuse me, on Thursday when this news broke. Um, If you look at, I mean, if you look at the teams and you just look at everything, I mean, Golden State would be the team that probably has the best offer that Brooklyn would get. Um, they've got a bunch of picks. Um, they've got Wiseman, which is, didn't play all this year, but he's young. He's under 25. Um, they have an all-star in Wiggins that could have, that pretty much finished second in MVP voting behind Steph Curry. Um, you know, a lot of people in Golden State in the building, they're not too happy with GP Jr. or Gary Payton Jr. signing with Portland. That was rumbling over the holiday weekend that they were kind of, there were some people in the organization, which I think it would probably be team players, uh, that were really kind of head scratcher, not too happy to see him walk. 
But Golden State would have some flexibility if they want to go that route again. And if KD wants to go that route again. Would you go that route again? I mean, if if I'm if I'm KD, I left for a reason for the first time. And, you know, whether he's been totally honest with anybody out of all the tweets he does, out of all the podcasts, guest appearances, stuff he does, whether he's been total totally honest with the public of really the reasons why he left, he left for a reason. And I don't see what has changed in the last three years to four years of you leaving the first time, what has changed in that to make you feel like it's okay to go back? Because in my opinion, I think the real reason why he left was because he didn't, he wasn't fulfilled. I mean, his two finals MVPs with two championships, he wasn't fulfilled because nobody, whether you want to call them haters, whether you want to call them Katie haters or whoever, not everybody really gave him credit for those and say you had to go join the team that you lost. And at the same time, you Steph was dealing with what he was dealing with. The goal said, well, y'all needed, you know, you blew a 3-1 lead. You had to go beg KD to come help you out. You never got past Cleveland without it. So to me, I think Golden State as an organization and as those guys, when we speak of Draymond, Steph, and Clay, if they really wanted to, they ain't got nothing to lose by taking it back. They've proven their point. They won one without them. But he would be coming back to them the year after they won the championship. <clears throat> Excuse me. The year after they won the championship. And I can only imagine. I know what it was like that time. I can only imagine what it would be like if he would rejoin them after the year after they won the championship. But I think with Kevin, I mean, I don't, I don't really see. I don't see him opening. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, nothing shocks me at this point. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel that Katie would open himself to those questions and those criticisms of what's different now than it was four years ago. Then what was the real reason why you, well, then you, do you really feel like you can't win without them? You know, that's the reason why I think if you look at it, I think there's a reason why those two teams are on his list. Because the Phoenix Suns gives him the opportunity to be like, okay, depending on what Phoenix would have to give up, I don't know if Brooklyn is really into a sign and trade type of situation with Aiden over there, plus whoever. Reportedly, they don't want Aiden, reportedly. I I didn't think they would probably, that would be enough. I think that, you know, but the reason why I was going to sell you is that with the Phoenix Suns, depending on if they don't have to give up too much, if they have to give up some, I mean, I've heard a lot of people say, if it's Brooklyn, I'm saying, dude, either you're sending Devin Booker or ain't no deal. But they can't give okay. up Booker. But That's they can't, the thing. right, because we talked about that on Friday. He's choosing because Phoenix could be, you got to go through me. That's a message of Golden State to where he could put this to bed. Because to me, if, if he chooses Phoenix and he lands in Phoenix and they figure this out, then it really does show me that them winning this title, speaking of Golden State, really bothered him. It really made him feel a certain kind of way, and makes in his eyes it makes him look a certain way if he chooses Phoenix. Because Phoenix is a situation where that's the road, that's a roadblock. You got something to do with the continued success of Stephen Curry. Uh, how I mean, you have 
you know, probably if you're Kevin Durant, you got about, I would say, three or good four good years left at a decent level. So in those three or four years, you have a direct effect on help writing the continued legacy of Stephen Curry, whether it's going to be like, wow, this guy, we would have never thought this guy here would have ended up this many titles. We never thought he would be the guy to catch Jordan or Pat or KD has something to say and, and be able to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to get Chris Paul and I'm going to get Monty. Wilkins. keep in mind, he has a pretty close relationship with Monty Williams. Kevin Durant does. Uh, so it's one of those situations to where that makes sense. That, that doesn't shock me. The reason why they're number one or up there on his list. Because that's strictly with Golden State. That's strictly about being in the path and being on a team in the West that could really contend with them. But do you want to contend or do you want to win? At this point, KD's legacy time, like you said, five, th- right. three or four good years. Right. When all is said and done, do you want do you want the line of trophies behind you and that that's no, part of your he accolades? Has to, no, he has to win. I'm just telling you. If he's if if he chooses the Suns, in my opinion, that's a direct effect because of what Golden State did, because that sets him up to be in a collision course with them for the yeah, next. Yeah, but few I, don't, years. I don't know if he comes out on top in those next few years. Well, do you want that's trophies a, that's or do you whole, want to try to do it yourself? That's a whole different story, but I can I can kind of rebut a little bit to that what you're thinking. That's a whole other different topic, but we'll get into some other things as well. You listen to the Sports Grind. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing. Mr. Sam Spin the one. Tunes will be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready to drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included, and whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sam Spin, the one and twos, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs. He'll give you a free quote as well. Uh, give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. He'll find the cheapest rate out there for you because he represents over 40 different carriers for auto life, home, and renters. That is Integrity Advisors Agency. See if Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports group. Um, all right. So real quick before we, you know, move on um, in regards to your your take there going to break. 
Um, no, trust me. I'm not trying to move the goalposts for KD. I'm just telling you that he knows that he's got to win. It's not just about competing. But what I'm telling you, it adds more of what I believe he's trying to prove when you can be over in that conference and have something to say about having to go through them and Golden State to get there. The advantage, of, I mean, if you go to Miami, I mean, Miami's going to stay. I mean, you're still going to have to deal with Boston. I don't think I don't think they're one-hit wonders. Uh, I think Adoka's proven he's too good of a coach. Uh, they're not going to go anywhere. And you still have Milwaukee and the Bucks um, that you've got to contend. And, and again, you you would think, you know, the 76ers, um, you know, if this new approach Harden is going to take his conditioning and taking his few years he's got left serious and trying to get his title. So meaning that it's there's going to be a path of resistance either way, you know. Um, if gold, if if he would, let's just say hypothetically, KD would go and choose Golden State. I don't know if Golden State is as good as they were with him the first time around. Even if he goes there, depending on what they've got to give up, I don't know if they're as, as dominant as they were the first time around. You know, really? Yeah. I mean, that trust me, they'll be. I mean, they'll be the heavy favorite, but I don't know if you're talking 72, 75 wins, that type of like, you know, we're beating people in five and sweeps. I don't, I don't, I mean, they'd be good, but I don't know if they'll be as good. Cause first of all, I mean, I expect Clay to be healthier this year, but Clay's never, Clay's never going to be those two injuries that Clay suffered. He's never going to be what he was on those teams. Um, and again, you got to look at what they're going to give up. I mean, automatically, if that would be the team to work out, I mean, you're talking about Wiggins. You're talking about a potential of Jordan Poole plus picks, or either it's either it could be Wiseman and Jordan Poole plus picks. So you take Jordan Poole off there. So it's it's one of those. I believe that you know. It's going to be interesting to me if Sean Marks, which is the GM of Brooklyn, if he really gets some packages that are that much better than what those two destinations that KD wants. Because keep in mind, him and Steve Nash were ready. They were willing to really part ways with both of these guys. You know, I think once Kyrie opted in, I think that they were probably looking like, okay, we'll run it back if we got to, but... I think KD, and that's one thing that hasn't surfaced yet. I believe these are these are things KD talked to his business partner and his agent about. I don't know if he was that forthcoming to Kyrie about this. I could be wrong because he hasn't thrown Kyrie under the bus. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I, I don't know. You know, this was, I won't say totally out of left field, but once Kyrie opted in, this is one to say, well, now KD, you know, wants out. And it just comes down to how much does Brooklyn really want to help him and get him to where he wants. But the but the evidence shows you in the NBA, that's what they do. The superstars still, the franchise players still get their wish where they want to go. You know, we just have to see how it plays out. Um, <clears throat> and I would have to see what Phoenix has really given up if it comes down to where it is, you know, uh, the Suns. You know, what are they – you know what? I mean, we know Booker's off the table, but really, where are they at? Because I told you, Chris Paul. I mean, this would help him because I told you, Chris Paul is. I think he's past the point where he can really play eighty-two games. Like he needs to be on 
a load, load type of management to really be fresh in the playoffs. I think that showed this pass run. I mean, he just ran, in my opinion, he just ran out of gas. He couldn't put back-to-back games and going, and they're going to have to monitor that where he's at in his career. So, KD, I mean, you go over there, that definitely takes the load out of 82 games off Chris Paul. One, before we move on this, I will tell you, one sleeper team I would look out for. Just going to put that out there. Put this out there. And that would be the Clippers. I would basically... Keep an eye on them. I think their odds are kind of high because they've already, the people in the desert already rated those who's high. I would just sit there and say, you know, there's a Paul George. You know, there's um, there's another piece or so that I feel. And plus, I think the Clippers got uh, some decent amount of picks, too. Um, they don't. The Clippers moved a lot for Paul George over to the That's Thunder, right. who have That's 17 true. picks between, or they have and will continue to have 17 picks total between 2020 and 2026. Well, but I, well, I stand this. I do feel this is going to take a minimum of three teams to make it happen. If he ends up Fair. going either way, whether it's to the whether it's to the Suns or Miami with salary cap situations and having to match and. You know, all this and this and that. I still think it's going to take about three, at least three teams to get this done. This is not just going to be a trade, in my opinion, between Brooklyn and Phoenix or Brooklyn and Miami. So that's why I say a team like the Clippers still be careful because they might be able to present just player-wise what you want. But then you have a question because I I told you, Clippers, to me, in my opinion, before this goes down, I mean, Katie's going to shift the landscape here where he decides to go. But I still feel the Clippers are the team that gives the Golden State Warriors that constructed the best, the biggest threat before all this other domino takes place where KD could go or where he would think about going. And should he go to the Clippers, Paul George no longer fits there. That's what I'm saying. You, you don't get, see all three. You don't see Paul George, KD, and Kawhi figuring out a way to make that work. No, because you're, if you're the Clippers, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're Brooklyn. And he's going to end up in a Clippers uniform. Um, I've got a. I've got Paul George has to be coming this way. Paul George has to be coming. There's nobody else in that rock. Kawhi's not going anywhere. Paul George is the only other guy on that roster that would have. If I'm Brooklyn and they come out and say we need picks plus an All Star type of player, it'd have to be Paul George, of course. But if you're if you're Brooklyn, does that really improve your your positioning? Does it really improve where you're where you're at? I mean, losing KD, you are going to. Well, the, the reports now are too. They don't want to move Kyrie until they move KD, and I'm thinking that it's because they might find a partner, or they might be able to bring in a player that they're that that they can convince Kyrie to stay. So if you can if if you can work out this this scenario, and you land Paul George in this trade, does Paul George Kyrie? What does that do for you in the East? First of all, I I'm gonna I'm There's going a lot to, of hypotheticals. I, I, here. I, I'm going to uh, push back on that report because first of all, I'm willing to bet you that Sean Marks and Steve Nash want to blow it up and start over. They don't want, if they're to this point, they tried it. 
They did everything. They the, the players wanted Steve Nash as a as a coach. You know, even though I see Kendrick Perkins on TV trying to defend K, oh, that wasn't Katie's call. They wanted Katie Simon. Whatever, man. They they fired a good coach in general that should have never been fired anyway. Uh, what he was doing with them before they they wanted Steve Nash, a first time coach. They did that for him. One of those guys, Kyrie Irving or Katie, wanted James Harden. They went in and got James Harden and gave up and whatever. Uh, you can't make. There's nothing you can tell me to make me believe that Sean Marks. If he's if Katie's asking for trade that I want to try to build around Kyrie or run the Kyrie is part of this why this whole thing blew up. I'm not I'm not trying to retain Kyrie to match with nobody coming in. Kyrie, there's a reason why they want to move Katie before Kyrie. They're they're going to end up moving both of them. I think Kyrie is going to get probably what he wants and ends up in L.A. because from what I'm hearing, L.A. is willing to you know pay the luxury tax over the next few years just to eat some bad contracts or whatever. They're, they're also trying to acquire some picks. You know, they don't want to re- really come out of any more picks. You know, they're, they've are they got to think about their youth and their future anyway. Um, You know, Jenny Buss, I guess, had a cryptid tweet. I'm like, Jenny, I thought you, you, I mean, damn, you older than me, I think. Uh, you, you from our generation, you're supposed to be trying to do cryptid. I guess these young guys run, run, rubbing off on you. What was her? She had a, a cryptid miss you Kobe tweet. Yeah, she said the other day, I miss KB. He would understand and explain everything that I'm not allowed to. Honestly, he was the greatest Laker ever. He understood team over self, meaning your rewards would come if you valued team goals over your own, then everything would fall into place. All can reply. Now, my question is, do you think that is... um that has to be toward Westbrook. I uh, think it's more towards LeBron. You agree with that, Sam? Oh, well, well, okay, you let, I'm gonna, let me hear y'all because I'm going to give you the reason why I think it's toward Westbrook. It could be Westbrook, but what do you what do you got, Sam? I think it's more cryptic towards LeBron wanting to be the pseudo GM and her trying to remind him that there are clearly defined lines that the Lakers organization has traditionally never crossed, even if you're as great as Kobe or Magic. Okay. LeBron has built this team around him with all of his friends, and it has put her into financial hell. Exactly. They they don't have the, the, the draft assets to compete, and their roster is the oldest in the NBA. They are set back as a franchise, and I, it's a good thing that the Clippers haven't taken off yet. Because, you know, thank you for the, 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 the title and the bubble. You know, you came here really quick, got that done. But look at the pieces that they had that done with, too. But he, he's forced Caruso out of town. Didn't want to, wanted to bring in Westbrook over DeMar DeRozan. Again, probably a buddy-buddy deal over, over what would have really benefited the team in the long run. I well, think that's y'all who make was, some who she was com- Y'all out. make some compelling points. The reason why I said Westbrook is because I know a report came out a few weeks ago, and keep in mind, Darvin Ham is over there as his first rookie uh, shot at a head coach, that people in the organization and led by Ham was telling Westbrook that he needs to really just concentrate on defense. They want him to make a, a point of emphasis to concentrate just on defense. Now, keep in mind, this is a guy who's averaged a triple-double for two years in his career. 
So to me, I think there's some pushback on Westbrook not really wanting to buy in into that. Now, y'all, I think if we took a poll, I think a lot of people would agree with you and Sam both that it is LeBron. The only reason why LeBron didn't – I mean, yes, he crept in my head on that, but the reason why I would say is the fact she he's even though it was the bubble, he's delivered her a title. Westbrook has not – I mean, Westbrook has caused headache and chaos and just been 47 million sore eye on her books. But who's responsible that, yeah, for that's, Russell? That, 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 that's fair. Um, that's fair. I mean, I, I think – it could be directed to the whole damn the whole building, the whole squad. Like y'all, none of y'all's ass is feel like nothing. I miss Kobe just dealing with him, and he was Kobe Bryant. Now I would tell Jenny, dude, like Kobe, come on, man, y'all, you had some, you you had some pushbacks and some drama with the late great Mister Bryant too. It wasn't all peaches and cream, okay? Him and his weight. I mean, hell, uh, <laughs> their GM, he damn near. Uh, Force fed you to hire Palenque, his former agent, as a damn GM, and run mad run magic out the building. Now I don't want to talk about the dead like that, the great Kobe Bryant, but I mean I get where Jenny's coming. Keep in mind, we saw this right on the wall. Jenny closed the checkbook at the deadline. She said that I'm not taking any more contracts dead on because again, and 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 again, it just brings it full circle back to our backyard. Well, I'm on this kick about financially because. That is the Los Angeles Lakers, who has a billion-dollar TV deal with Time Warner or Spectrum or whoever the hell. And and you look at their economy coming off of a pandemic and everything down, and that is the Lakers and Jenny Buss who is looking at, we can't really spend any really money right now. I'm not spending unnecessary, especially not to really be a title contender, 100% for sure title contender. But you think she would for Kyrie, another move that LeBron is probably the one asking for. I think the reason why she would be sold on Kyrie is because everybody in their mama in that building, in the crypto building, and out in El Segundo, everybody in there wants Westbrook out of there. They, If they find a way to get out of that $47 million contract, if I got to land on Kyrie with his uh, flat earth ass, hey, at least he, gonna, at least he can score. They need scores. I mean, the Lakers need people that can score. So if I – that to me, based off of that alone, that would be an easier appeal to swipe. If they can find a way to get out of that $47.1 million that Westbrook is going to be making next year. Then don't year. tell Russ to defend. Tell Russ to score. We know he can do yeah. that. But his jump – have you seen him lately in the last season or so? I mean, come yes. on, man. <laughs> I don't even know if Chip can save his ass at this time. Of and I mean, Chip, he was one of the best in the game. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back.